The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhan Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. momentarily and Morgan up over the top sunset flip powerbomb oh and then EO Sky if you gonna make Sammy tonight you gonna make him Sammy Uso I'm with it honestly Sammy's my dog Sammy Uso I like it that's my dog like him a lot I love our family. I love the bloodlines. I love you. Us. 
And if you don't want to make him just because of his past with Kevin Owens and how they are, Hey, was, I'm, I'll see you out there. I got you. Yeah. Wise man. Yes, my tribe, Chief. Pierce. Call Pierce. Ricochet trying to fire up now. Ricochet perhaps playing a little possum sucking in the Austrian. And this time, Ricochet will deliver the vertical suplex. Cover to win the championship and a kick out. Well, third time's a charm for Ricochet. Where is Ricochet getting this second win from? Top rope for the challenger, looking to put Gunther away. Shooting star connects! Mail to the For the win! And the title comes in at I will be in the gauntlet match next week, and I won't stop until I humiliate. Oh, hey, oh, 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 oh. oh, Why this? What is the point? The match is over. 
The champion already beat the hell out of the man. Completely defenseless. Well, maybe not. I think Ricochet's got some backup. The monster of all monsters who's had some issues with Imperium. Man, if I, if I had one guy coming out to save me, it would be Braun Strowman. Well, remember, Strowman believes he should have had this match tonight, this championship opportunity. Imperium stole it from him back in the SmackDown World Cup, and Strowman has not forgotten. Wait, Imperium's got some problems. Yeah, a, a big, big problem. A monster problem. Uh-oh, Selena Vega getting involved. Remember, no disqualification in this matchup. Now, BFAB. Dan Angler, referee, losing all control. Valhalla, but again, there's no disqualification, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, well, this one's going cold. Getting a little too close for comfort. Zelina, second oh. rope! Taking out Valhalla. I'm not quite sure how Top Dollar is actually still standing. He came over the top rope and landed hard. Tag made. Here's a shot deck. Joaquin Wild caught. Top Dollar powering him up. Just about got it. Beautiful connection there. That might be a call. Covered by a shot day off the heavy hitter. Boom! Here are your winners. We got ourselves some new number one contenders. Since we both know how it ends, I'm going to give you one more chance to deliver your message. And when I do, you better deliver it good and make it worth my while. Oh, capiche? <laughs> Come on. Oh! L.A. Knight attacking Wyatt. Well, don't say he didn't want Bray Wyatt, but right now I feel that L.A. Knight is messing with forces he doesn't understand. me that on the last SmackDown of the year, December 30th, if I want to partner with Kevin Owens against the oosiest Sami Zayn and the Tribal Chief, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns in a main event match that can't be missed? Hell 
yes, I'll be there. Hell yes, I will be your partner. And hell yes, we will bring the fight to the bloodline in the final SmackDown of 2022. Make your list, check it twice. The bloodline's been naughty and won't it be nice when Santa Claus is coming to town. Ho, ho, holy shit. The greatest of all time, John Cena, the 16-time world champion, returns to SmackDown in two weeks. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Hello, I'm Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smackdown. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host Evil Dose, Jeff Lindman. Welcome back to the Friday Night Smack Talk. But most importantly, Viva Argentina. It's the World Cup edition of Smack Talk. What's going on my friend? We are a South American household. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty exciting. I have the next five, five, five Gardens of Doom already recorded, including 
the Christmas special entitled Don't Krampus My Style. Um, and uh, we, we recorded the, the Peenies yesterday, the PWC End of Year Awards. Uh, with right. a special guest star uh, appearing, Chris Ams, for about half of the show. And those of you who didn't see it live, well, shame on you, but uh, the rest of you, I'm sure it'll be uploaded any day. And then, uh, I don't know, probably, probably the best award show maybe of all time. Maybe. Actually, it was, a, it was a nice long awards show, as a matter of fact. I think we went two and a half hours, Jeff. We had too many musical guests. <laughs> Way too many musical guests. But... We're not here to talk about the peenies. We're here to talk about SmackDown. And um, it was a celebration of, uh, well, supposed to be a celebration of Sami Zayn. Yeah. You look good. I mean, well, yeah. I was expecting a more more of a makeover, though, to be fair, Jeff. I, I was half thinking this hair was going to be uh, black and red. <laughs> that would have been, been funny, man. But um, where are we going with this now, you think, Jeff? Um, I think that it's gonna. I mean, listen, you don't bring out. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but you don't bring out John Cena for him to lose. So obviously, there's going to be a little bit of a consternation there. But I depend. You know, it's, it depends how it's done. I, I I've been saying for a while. I, I think that something's going to go wrong in the Royal Rumble, and I still think that Sammy and, and Jay are going to be in the in the final. If it's not the final four, it'll be the final six and eight, six or eight, and something will go wrong between between them. And I think all the noise about Cody versus Seth at WrestleMania is it, just it's just a diversion to make people think that that something's going off the plan. And I have no doubt that sources are telling people this, but I, I, I think it's misdirection on purpose. I think that sort of like. When in doubt, they always used to write in Goldberg or, or Brock Lesnar as the opponent, you know, in pencil. Now it's when in doubt, it's going to be Seth Rollins, Cody, and then they let those things, you know, out into the ether. People do so. Um, so I think I think our our downfall of, of this particular iteration of the Bloodline starts at the Royal Rumble, but I don't necessarily think it's going to, in the beginning, be obviously be towards Sammy. I think it's going to take us a bit to get there. Do you think Cody's still going to win the Royal Rumble, though? Yes, I do. I I think, yeah, I I don't think The Rock is coming in at 30 or 40 or whatever number and and that he's going to win. I don't don't think that Cena's going to be in there. Um, Yeah, I think this is still for Cody. And I'm perfectly fine with um, Cody, you know, winning uh, one belt at Mania and... You know, if they insist on having the Rock, he can win another match, but it's a non-title match. It's just for it's just for uh, you know tribal chief status. It'd make it so much more spectacular though if it is for a championship. All right, but then Roman has to win because I'm not I'm not interested in, in a 50 year old or 51 year old champion, especially with that flop of a movie Black Adam. <laughs> uh, any shoutouts you want to do there, Jeff? I didn't like Black Adam. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but I don't want to do a shadow because if I start, I'll go. I'll go for an hour on. On you know, listen. It's not nitpicking if it's a, uh, if it's a nit infestation. Oh, nice. There is a thing not, called nice nice shampoo. I'm not saying it was a <laughs> terrible movie. I'm just saying it was not good. Well, like, thanks to you, I'm not going to bother even looking at it. I would give it a four. It could have gotten to the four and a half, except it was too damn long to, to get a four and a half. 
Out of 10 or 5? Out of 10. I was going to say. Jeez. <laughs> well, 4, you know what? For something that apparently you didn't like, a 4.5 is still, I don't know. No, it's a 4. If, if it was a half hour or 40 minutes shorter, it could have gone to a 4.5. Because, I mean, there were things I liked. He killed people. That's cool. I like when super when it is a superhero movie where where uh, the guy kills people on purpose. Uh, it was not without its you know without there were some chuckles, but I mean chuckles. things that needed backstories got no backstories. S- certain things made no sense. Okay, listen, this is a world with Superman and Wonder Woman. This is post Justice League. So all these other idiots are acting like they've never seen a superhero that that can't be taken down with bullets and regular weapons there's some mineral there that has magical properties that they don't bother telling you what it's all about it's like wakanda with vibranium but they only they barely bother telling you the properties of vibranium secondly you know we have wonder woman who we know was around in the movie universe since world war one but then sort of faded into myth but in this movie they refer to a kid named adam smasher who inherited the costume from his grandfather uncle who by the way is a cameo by henry winkler the fonz hey hey, hey. So they and we've never heard of him before and like so when wonder woman came up it's like oh my god this superheroes we never heard of superheroes well you had adam smasher you know presumably his grandfather was around i guess world war ii or korea or something uh you know, Vietnam, so, so something he was around that, that he got it. And uh, I, I don't know, just 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 things didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense. Plus, Adam Smasher sucked, and there was some woman named Cyclone, and she pretty much sucked, but she was better than Adam Smasher. I, whatever. You have rich uh, Dr. Fate in a Bentley driving around, and it turns out he's he's driving to a mansion in, in Louisiana that's Hawkman's mansion. Okay. <laughs> Well, then, then why the hell do we need to see Dr. Fate driving around in the Bentley? Why can't he teleport there or fly there? And if Hawkman is so rich, tell us why Hawkman's rich. All of a sudden, he's Tony Stark. We never heard of Hawkman before. <laughs> well, anyway, let's talk about some wrestling, though, instead of some movies, well, though, Jeff. And huh? um, Oh, I thought yeah. it was just smack talk about whatever I want. Oh, you could do that. But uh, then well, what's the point of me being around, Jeff? I'll just leave you to yourself. I ask myself about that all the time. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, let's start. Yeah. Jimmy walking into a trap. <laughs> I know. Somehow I feel like I am. <laughs> but um, we start off SmackDown with the Usos or the Bloodline sitting in the car with the radio turned to static, feeling quite tragic. And with one tragic blow, it will be the Usos and Sam Zane rolling up to the arena. But... um this is funny man because I was expecting him to sort of how can I put it I was expecting a total makeover we didn't really get that we just got him tied up his hair wearing a suit but no one else was wearing a suit Jeff what the hell no, well it's, it's his night they're apparently going to make him like the maid but the Usos the Usos are already made they are bloodline um, I don't know I thought it was fine I thought listen this is going to this might shock people because they've heard me on a lot of shows I thought this SmackDown was pretty darn good. I mean, not perfect. You know, there's always the recaps and and too much promotion and, you know, too many sponsored uh, sections of the show, which, you know, could be better filled by matches and shit. But I thought this was a good episode. I thought thought this was was all pretty well done. I mean, for a wrestling show, I thought it was good. 
It was great. No, absolutely. I agree. But we do start off, though, after that with the first matchup of the evening. It is damage controlled in Dakota Kai and Io Sky as your women's world tag team champions. And it is for the championship, by the way, or the championships. Yeah. Versus Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox. Why we got Tegan Knox back, dude? I don't know, but th this was the best I've seen damage control, and frankly, this was the best I've seen Tegan Knox probably ever. And and I sort of like living this role. She's she's sort of going the she's reckless, slapping her backside and everything. Again. Sort of like yeah. fe sort of like female uh, Darby Allen here, and I, I don't know. It, it, you know, Liv Morgan does pretty good with tag teams. It's when she's alone that she sucks. Um, so Fair I don't point. know. Th this this segment worked for me, and. And part of the magic was we had Bailey and Michael Cole bickering again, which is some of Bailey's best work. I mean, the two of them, she either get a room or fight forever. I'm going to go with fight forever because uh, it's fun. <laughs> um, but I didn't have. A, I mean, I don't know why they got a title shot, but uh, anyway, well, I do know why. I saw last week, but um, the methodology of title shots is sometimes extremely weird in WWE. But. Anyway, I thought this was a pretty good match. And again, it's the best I've seen damage control. I didn't. I thought the match was actually pretty good, and I like that the 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 outside interference and that you know, <laughs> and that everyone's going, "Oh, it's Sasha." <laughs> Looked like Zia Lee to me, but uh, yeah, it was Zia Lee, as a matter of fact, and it got confirmed. And I was right. I was saying it long before it got announced that it was Zia Lee. Well, well she on posts Twitter. pictures of herself working out every week in that same outfit and the same legging. That's but what good. was the giveaway. And the shoes. The shoes and the outfit were the giveaway. And good. She's been wasted. They're doing nothing with her. So good. Now she's doing something. And hopefully it'll be more than the temporary Nikki Cross thing. Hopefully she'll be a part of it because, you know, she deserves to have a more prominent role. She is great. I mean, the, the problem for her and Ivy Nile is that they're both great, but they're just... They're, they're so short, but it's like they're, I don't know, they could try to do like a female Taz thing, you know, when he was short, but like he was just a killer. And so he got over it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm excited to see her in a program. Um, and, you know, damage control is a little bit damaged, but, but maybe it's not too late. They only were in one segment, and so it wasn't overkill. And now they get another member, maybe. Uh, which is pretty cool, or maybe this this person just hates Zayali. I don't. I mean, uh, just hates Tegan Knox. But no, I, I think I think it's a new member. Well, it's definitely a new member in Zayali, one hundred percent. But anyway, uh, Damage Control ended up winning by pinfall with a diving moonsault from Iris Sky on Tegan Knox to retain the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, thanks to the help of Zayali. Um, anyway, after that, we get our hype reel for Gunther ahead of his title defense tonight as commentary promises us a look at what went down when the lights went out last week and we go to the break. As we come back from commercial, though, we get Ricoch Ricochet's version of the same hype reel as we go backstage with Sami Zayn and the Usos. They talk up Sami's makeover, his hair's up and his, and his beard is trimmed. Wearing charcoal suit over his usual t-shirt and we learn that Solo Sokoa is with Roman Reigns right now and they're on their way. Zane is nervous though and goes to get some water to decompress. Jey Uso though is excited for Sammy to become a full-blown Uls tonight but Jimmy doesn't think it's happening and he's worried they're setting him up for a big disappointment. But Jay's committed to tonight being a good night Jeff so we, we go and get some footage from last week's blackout. And we get footage from Uncle Howdy's perspective of singing 
uh, at a tied up and masked LA Knight. He takes the mask off and palms Knight's face while he struggles. And then we cut to LA Knight walking out to the ring. But before I get to that, what do you think of the Usos segment and then obviously the LA Knight segment? Yeah, I liked it. It was just a continuation of the prior segment, you know, uh, more about Sammy and his nerves and more about the Usos. Jay is strangely on, on Sammy's side, like he's an all in. Uh, uh, yeah. Jimmy's a little bit worried, uh, you know, uh, but it was cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I, I think it's fun. I like how they're using sort of like mob slang, you know. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to make him tonight, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And what about uh, LA Knight and Uncle Howdy? Okay. Listen, there's. I'm not going to argue with people out there saying this is taking too long and it's too slow. You're right. It it is. It is. Um, and it was getting to the point where, you know, it was real. It was getting to the point of being a slow burn to just plain dull. And especially those people who don't like the hocus pocus spooky stuff. You you probably checked out a few weeks ago. <laughs> I like the yeah. hocus pocus stuff. I'm a brave fan. I'm an LA fan. I'm a little bit torn by this whole thing. I don't know how they both come out of this look looking okay. Um, but so I'm I, I, I'm giving it every damn for that. And I was. I'm impatient with it, but I thought this advanced it a little bit. Um, n- you know, not necessarily this segment. I mean, this was a little bit like s- Swerve and uh, Daddy Ass uh, about two months ago. I mean, you know, the whole kidnapping. I mean, we've seen that a bunch of times. But okay, I mean, the thing is, is that LA is saying no. You know, it, Bray, you keep blaming someone else. There is no one else. It's you. Um, you know, th- there's nobody else doing it. Uh, I know it's you. Um, and then they cut to LA night and he, you know, when we come back from probably a thousand ads and, you know, recaps (laughs) of tribute to the troops or whatever, uh, we, you know, we get LA night in the ring and, uh, and and he shows you everything I believe that by everyone who says he sounds like he's got the cadence of the rock, but sounds like stones cold Steve Austin. No, you know who he sounds like Rick flair. That's who he sounds like. Yeah. And he he was channeling his crazy flair. Uh, this night, and if you if you didn't hear him, if you didn't hear it, pay attention next time. Let me talk to you, yeah, dummies. It's Ric Flair that you're hearing. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris Willen says in the chat, if it's not Bo Dallas under Uncle Howdy's mask, who do you fellas think it is, and who would you prefer to be playing him if anyone? I think it's the Burger King personally, but I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> I mean, seriously, so you think under the mask is the Burger King's mask? It's the Burger King's mask, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, Cole, it's Cole Carter. <laughs> oh, uh, look, man, it's not Bo Dallas. It just doesn't come across like it is Bo Dallas to me. Listen, whoever was standing in the Uncle Howdy outfit tonight, you know, who, and we'll get to that segment in, in yeah, I don't know, two or three hours, I'm sure, um, <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean that's who is going to be Uncle Howdy later. I mean, it could have just very well been a stand in a producer, an extra, a local talent, just like that night when they had people standing in as uh huskus the pig and mercy the the vulture and rambling rabbit everyone's like oh that's that's joe gacy that that that's grayson waller go and and they're naming everyone in it and no you never saw them again um i i have a feeling that that was just a standable who do i think it ultimately will be yeah i think there's a pretty good chance it's bo dallas Uh, i'm still hoping for an outside chance that it's um uh, oh my god, Vincent, my man Vincent, but I don't think so because he's still tweeting under his own certified Twitter. And usually, when you're about to go to WWE or already on the contract, 
you sort of go Twitter silent. Um, you know, unless you're like a big star and you want like a, like a Cardona maybe would, you know, would probably do it until the end just uh, as a diversion. But Vince, they probably just don't want to do anything stupid. Um, I'm sort of holding out a little bit of hope just because I'm really, really biased for my man, PJ Black. I think he played the role great. He's, he's got the, the twirly mustache like um, Uncle Howdy. But I I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it's him. Uh, the, the last few times we've spoken, he's like, yeah, wrestling's just a side gig for me. It's just a hobby. I, I, I'm not really interested in it. Yeah, well, I don't blame him at the moment. But anyway, Homeboy88 says, hey, guys, what up, Homeboy? What's cracking? What's up, Holmes? What's up? And let's move on to that segment, actually, Jess, so we can get more deeper into it. Because we get LA Knight, he's in the ring, and on the microphone, he tells the crowd to shut up because he has business to do. Right. For the last few weeks, he's been blindsided and cheap-shotted mm-hmm. at every turn, but he's True. still here knocking on Bray Wyatt's door. Word. But all but all Bray has done since coming back is talk a bunch of gobbledygook and just ah. like a clown and blindsided him backstage. He woo, doesn't woo. he doesn't buy Bray's it wasn't me talk and tells him to put on whatever mask and costume he needs to do call himself whatever and walk down here so he can get stomped out but then we do get bray wyatt he he has no mask no costume he says he's sick and tired of this game he knows la doesn't believe him and he understands why but he's barking up the wrong tree jeff he hasn't touched him like he's working on losing that belly does it (laughs) definitely not he hasn't touched him and deep down they both know how this story he hasn't touched either a salad (laughs) <laughs> what do you think? He hasn't had a freaking salad in probably fucking 10 years. I mean, anyway, neither have I. I mean, when I eat chocolate cake, I call it salad. When I talk to the <laughs> what do you have salad? But I'm not, you know, on TV. Well, I yeah, guess I swear. Well, <laughs> yeah. But, um, well, you know, I'm a big boy myself, but I would love me some Greek salad, man. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, he'll give yeah, not one. Little chopped up Greeks. <laughs> yeah. He'll give Knight one last chance to deliver his message and he better deliver. He better deliver it good and deliver it right. As LA then blindsides Bray as he gets in the ring and puts boots to him until the video plays on the Tron. Yeah, but Bray was sort of laughing the whole time he's getting kicked. I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, we actually get Uncle Howdy appearing and ask what he's done and if he wants to see By something. By the way, those scary. of you who are saying he's just copying what EC3 was doing it, I know I saw that too. Anyway, Knight goes right back to putting boots to white and the entry fills with smoke. And guess what? Uncle Howdy's here. He tips his hat and grabs his lapels and laughs and laughs and okay. the laughter echoing around the arena. I like that they brought out Uncle Howdy. I like that they the, the, the freaked out LA Knight. The laughter left lasting for like 90 to 120 seconds was about 80 to 100 <laughs> seconds too long. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it got... It, it, it's, a, it's, like, it's like Bray stopped knowing what to do. Like, at some point in his face, he's like... Yeah, ah. it was awkward. Then, then, then he's just like, is this going to be done yet? I mean, <laughs> he, he, he looked confused. I'm uh, actually convinced he started laughing when he noticed how bad Uncle Howdy looked in person. No, the looking is fine. I mean, the, 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 he the looked, look is he's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. But I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they, they put somebody else out there. I mean, I can't... I mean... We all know that this was about Bray's battling his own mind, but a mind feud 
cannot can't work in wrestling. You have to have actual bodies out there. And there are people saying, "No, you're never going to see those bodies." Well, yeah, you had to, and 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 so we didn't have to wait too long. It lingered. It went like like a John Moxley promo. <laughs> it, it, it went, you know, at least thirty percent too long. In this case, maybe with the left or alone ones, eighty percent too long. But I I like the idea and. I have a little bit more faith and confidence in Bray. I know that they're not they're probably not gonna bother having him wrestle into Royal Rumble, though I'm starting to see some whispers that that they, let's just say Triple H, who, whoever is in charge knows that people are getting impatient and that they may have him do some sort of in ring action more than what we've seen before before the New Year's. Maybe maybe that same SmackDown uh, like was it the thirtieth or the or the twenty eighth where um uh, Roman and Sammy are facing Cena and KO. Yeah, on SmackDown, uh, December thirty, the final SmackDown of twenty-two. Yeah, we might we might see that, and you know, expect it to be a schmaz, you know, and maybe Uncle Howdy, maybe even, and maybe that's the first time we see uh, Uncle Harper on the screen as well. But uh, you know, I think they, I think they're maybe going to accelerate this a little and saying, Bray, we trust you. We just, we just need to move this along a little bit more quickly. This, this. This is this is wrestling, you know. It, this is not a Steven Spielberg epic. Yeah, and, and I think Triple H has kind of alluded to that, where he's that, um, you know, creative. Creative. He um, he, he gets frustrating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we got a guest, Jeff, on the show. Funny enough, we do. We do. Is it Uncle Howdy. It's Uncle Mexico, homeboy. Thanks. It's me, uh, it's me, homeboy punk. <laughs> I just gotta tell you guys, alright? I'm very fucking pissed off, but I didn't get a fucking award. Fucking people have to see a award show. Okay? Stop flipping them. You're on every fucking show. It's in the garden of This is fantastic. Jimmy G, a great producer. You know? I just got Thank you, very, thank you, punk. <laughs> Stuff in his face. No, fuck that shit. Oh, this is great. This is great, Brad, by the way. It's all here from... uh, It's on Cupcake Sun. Angelita's Panaderia. Over here in in Los Angeles. Great, Brad, great, Brad. But what I got to tell you is... uh... (laughs) What's up? What's up, Doc? No, oh, he would have got best co-host. I was gonna say, but uh, he was on the fucking show. <laughs> best talking with his mouth full. Uh, that's hey, definitely hey. homeboy. Yeah. Hey, uh, you won the award, you know, bro. We're gonna give you. A, we're gonna give you one of those. You know how they have some of those Oscars that they don't put on the show. They they, they announce them later. We are announcing that you have gotten a peeny for the best talking with your mouth full. Maybe it's a peeny, maybe not. Well, oh, it's definitely a peeny. I think it's definitely a peeny. On the, the Homeway for best talking with your mouth, Enjoy your peanut. On the Homeway 88 podcast, I gotta work with these fucking idiots. Okay? <laughs> I gotta work with these fucking idiots. I know idiots the feeling. They got, they're going <laughs> to business for themselves. Okay? <laughs> I'm suing a guy on my fucking show. You know I took care of his fucking ass. <laughs> Alright? I took care of his ass for two fucking years. On the show. All he had to do was show up. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I need some fucking water, man. Are you in your shower? And who needed to show up? 
Those are my towel. I'm fucking. Uh, I just wrestled, man. Oh. I'm gonna have paper. You fucking man. <laughs> Where's your championship? Well, the promoter's gonna fire me probably for this. So fuck him. You, know you, you should challenge uh, rock hard Jim Pender. Frantic. Yeah. You better recognize him, actually, you, homeboy. You should, you should fly into Hamburg, Pennsylvania, January seventh, and go to uh, go to the <laughs> AXW uh, card and, and challenge the Dollar Club champion or maybe the Dollar King. Say, you're not Uncle Slam. You're, That's you're right, El Pussy Gato Grande. El Pussy Gato Grande. And I'll tell you this: Cole Cabana, go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> You ain't nothing but a little bitch. But I'm coming for the fucking Dollar Club Championship. Guys, I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> eat some more fucking bread. Arriba! I come, Tony Khan, go fuck yourself. I'm out of this company. <laughs> See you guys later. Uh, see you, Punk. Peace. Chief. That, <laughs> that was that was homeboy Punk, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez. <laughs> He was upset. He was in a fighting mood. Uh, he was in a Man, did you see those... Uh, what was he eating? Those... Um, was it a cupcake? Oh, no, it was bread. It was bread, but it was, it was crunchy. Bread. It was, it was like, uh, uh, he, I mean, it was like tostita chips or something, but it, it looked more like naan, like Indian bread. But I think he was trying to cover it and pretend he was he was supporting his own people. Jeez, uh, man. And he went funny. to the Tocoria. <laughs> the Tocoria. Hola. Hola, homeboy. That was uh, check out his show though, Homeboy eighty eight. He's funny. Of course, man. he's a sponsor. Believe me, he's Those a sponsor. Like video games, I lo- and I know most of you nerds do. So, check out <laughs> hey, I love video games. I love I know, video you're games. You're a nerd. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I'm a different kind of nerd. <laughs> Chris Villain says in the chat, did you notice that Uncle Howdy was not quite imposing? Eric Young was a fi- uh, was recently released from Impact. Maybe Sanity members returned as others. I could see that. That's actually a good idea, in a way. I could see that too. Um, I don't think that's the way they go. I think Sanity is going to be, you know, uh, well, sort of in the role they were before, but maybe cut to do a little bit better. But that could work. I don't think that was Eric Young, and I don't think it was. Well, it might have been Bodell because he's been working behind stage, uh, backstage. I don't. I'm not sure that that was him, though. I, I think that maybe, like I said just a local talent or one of the guys that usually have working security they, they put him in an outfit and just told them to go like this <laughs> yeah <laughs> but to me he looked too short to be Bo Dallas I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was EY yeah it, I wouldn't rule it out it just it, it looked like the guy I mean Eric Young has at least an athletic build I mean granted the guy had a, like a suit on but I mean he looked like like a guy with narrow shoulders and a pop belt like a thinner version of me basically but I still think it's the Burger King because that's what he fucking looked like. That's the bad part. Well, I mean, you know, the Burger King is my like my least favorite fast food restaurant. So <laughs> I'm not excited about this at all. The burgers are better at Burger King, actually. Jeff. No, they are not. <laughs> you would actually nothing's better. The Whopper, I love the Whopper, man. That's that's just you don't even have Burger King. You have Hungry Jack. It's Burger King just rebranded. It's still Burger King though. Owned, it's owned by Burger King. But Liar. there was already a Burger King in Australia when they first came. It's only in Victoria. It's only in my, in my city actually, Jeff. The rest of Australia, it's Burger King. That's here, wild. it's not. That's, yeah, that's it. It's it's Hungry Jacks here, but same, same burgers, same everything. Hungry it's Jacks here is uh, is large TV dinners by Swanson. 
Really? Yeah. Do you like TVD news? No, no, no self-respecting adult likes TV dinners, but sometimes when you're a single divorcee, you eat them, or when you're in high school and you're hungry, your your high school definitely keeps a lot of them there because, like, for a snack after school, you you eat a meal, and so you just make TV dinners. But yeah, well, I used I to actually like the little cherry pie and the little apple pie in the middle there, and I like the fried oh, chicken. Of course, and oh, listen, the chicken was great. The chicken was great. And listen, meatloaf and gravy. I mean, it's it's you know it's pretty good any any way you make it when you're starving you'll fucking eat that shit don't worry about that <laughs> those, those, those mashed potatoes were disturbing and the, oh. the way you tear into them and the, 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 and not care what they what it was made of the, the, like you had like a little plastic coating after the cooking actually this, this was pre-microwave for me was probably most of my tv dinners there were there weren't microwaves yet or they were new and my family never got the new technology. Like as soon as it came out, we were always like two, two or three years behind. So I, I was still in the toaster oven. <laughs> toaster oven it comes out better. Yeah, I was still doing the 30, 35. Well, it does come out better because the fried chicken actually comes out crispy. It doesn't right. come out, you know, soggy. Soggy. But, yeah. So, Yuck. you know, but when you're like starving, 12 in the microwave, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like, that's, that's like eternity. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. You're right. Uh, that brought back a good nostalgic feeling there, Jeff. But anyway, let's go back to SmackDown. As we come back from the commercial, we get a hype reel for tribute to the troops. Roman Reigns, though, and Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman then arrive to the arena. But we go to our next matchup, and it's for the Intercontinental Championship. It is Gunther, your champion, versus Ricochet. Ricochet. In a match that was eh, at first, but boy, did it pick up halfway through. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed the match as Gunther ends up winning by pinfall with the last symphony to retain his WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, very good, solid match. Went probably about 25 minutes. There were three commercials uh, through it, so the actual time was probably longer. And good back and forth. Made Ricochet look good, but, you know, he couldn't overcome the, the power and skill of Gunther, as he should. And Gunther's a great champion. But it's one of those times where you... you even though you lose, you still end up looking better because he looks serious. He looks like he looks like if things broke his way, maybe he could have won. And then the other guys from Imperium come in and they're going to beat him up and torment him. And then Braun comes out and, and rescues him. And 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 as I've said weeks ago, Braun and Ricochet are probably going to be a tag team. And and uh, you know when the Usos so aren't going to have a title, they need stupid. some teams. And and this could be one of those teams that strangely works. You just never know. I, I know you don't like these. either of these guys. I know you I don't. don't. I don't. Why do you but think the they're crowd better together? Braun Strowman. Like everyone's going, everyone's like Triple H is mad about Braun Strowman because of Twitter. He probably isn't thrilled about that, but that's not what he was talking. He was talking about people getting no reaction, in, you know, in the arenas. Uh, Braun Strowman consistently gets reactions in the arenas when his music comes out. He does. People he does. go crazy. People love seeing a six foot nine Goliath. Who's you know looks like a superhero? I mean, they like almost two and things like that. But Braun looks like he's gonna kick your ass. Almost, you know, maybe. You know, I can see him getting dropped by like a Joey Styles with one punch. Does that sound familiar? JBL. Uh, I don't think Joey Styles can reach up as high as Braun. Well, do you know Joey Styles legitimately knocked out JBL, right? I do know that one Joey punch. Knocked, one knocked punch. Yeah, well, dropped him. Good. Hey, listen, Logan Paul taught us about it. All you need is one lucky punch. But that's my point. So I could picture some little, like, 
Indian kid or something or guy should I say why is it always an Indian going, boom because it'd be more impressive when Braun gets dropped but I told you not to fuck with me right, I'm just saying I don't see it happening <laughs> uh, but, but you know what the real question is Jeff who's going to get these hands between Ricochet <laughs> and Braun I think it's going to be uh, Fabian Eichner and uh, oh. and Ludwig Kaiser. <laughs> they look pretty poofy, don't they? I mean, I don't. All think four of them. <laughs> I don't think Braun is going to win the, uh, the Intercontinental title from Gunter, but that is a feud I'd be interested in. But yeah, I think I think they're going to become a tag team, and I think that I, I think that'll be pretty cool. I'd rather that feud be a slow build, man. Don't if he's going to lose Braun Strowman, build it up a little bit. No more slow build. It's 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 already been a slow build. This the we build don't need up. microwave work here, Jeff. We need a bit of fucking uh, you know. I just oven want to see the finisher. Here. How Braun throws Ricochet like <laughs> like a javelin, and Ricochet you know does <laughs> turns into a flip and like lands on people. It'll be awesome. They're gonna have an awesome finisher. I've already what? I've already game played the whole thing in my head. What are they gonna call it, Jeff? This tag team. The, Braun uh, shit, oh. Braun shit. Power flight, power flight. They should call it Braun shit, like C H E T T at the end, like ricochet. So it's like shit, Braun no, you shit. You're gonna call it ballistic. Ballistic, what this? Yeah, you, you know, <laughs> I'm you, sorry. You're like a one. I'm you're like sorry. a one trick pony. I'm so well. That's that's Rick, that's Ricochet. Ask him. He's a one cheek pony. But anyway, really, when I'm we talk sorry. about Shotzi, do you, do you talk about her selling her shit? That's disgusting, man. I tend to block that out, Jeff. Well, Why'd you have to tell me that? You can block this out. You know who would? A man. True. Is that a hint? Yes. Is that a hint, Jeff? Is that yeah, you're hint? you're definitely not getting the he's a man. Uh, you're definitely. You know not who's the man this week? Homeboy is the man. Homeboy gets a he gets two awards today. He gets the peeny for the talking with your mouthful, and uh, and he gets the and he gets the he's the man of the week segment. That's true. Whoops, the wrong song. Wrong song again. Where is he? It doesn't matter. He's gone. <laughs> he's definitely gone. But here he is. I don't know what the 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 tag is. Maybe hypersonic, something like that. But nah, the, you're right. What was the very first one you said? Uh, power flight. That sounds WWE right there. 100%. 100%. Power flight. I can just see it. And it can be such men after that. That's right. Real men. Real men's men. (laughs) Nuclear bomb. Or fucking ricocheting brawn. I don't fucking know. Can't we just have ricochet? The catapult bomb. That's what they'll call it. Can't we just fucking... No, the real man. Jeez. Why not have Puma Braun? Why would you have Puma Braun? Because he was Prince Puma? What's a Puma Braun? (laughs) I don't know. What's a fucking super duper or whatever the fuck you said? Power flight? Power flight. What does that mean? Braun is powerful and Ricochet flies. (laughs) Power flight? Uh, why can't we just have Ricochet and Braun? That sounds stupid. That's not a tag team name. That's the name of two people. So that's it. Now we're going to have these guys going for the World Tag Team Championships. 
Who knows? Maybe they'll end up winning the freaking undisputed championships at WrestleMania, Jeff. No, they'll win the SmackDown championships. No more undisputed. Yeah, I know. It's true. Undisputed should be only for something bears now. I don't understand why uh, the bloodline just rules the way they do. I like it, but... And and there were 25 people on the WWE roster for a year. Now now they're 65. It's it's time to spread the wealth again. Is it safe to say this is the beginning of the end now of Sami Zayn being Usi? Well, yeah. I mean, he he may be feeling Usi just uh, without the Usos. Uh, well, do you see a bloodline split up? Annoyed. You see what I did there? Like annoyed? Yeah. Ah, I see. I see exactly what you did there. Mm-hmm. Except for last week, Jeff, when you done, what was it again? Dame something. You're, you're trying to do damn it, but... <laughs> who, who knows what I do? Uh, I, I can't be trusted to pay attention to myself. Oh, uh, well, anyway, after the match, though, Jeff, the rest of Imperium come to the ring to celebrate with Gunther and, of course, pull Ricochet up for taunting as Braun Strowman makes the save. We go backstage with Roman Reigns, though, and Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman. Jimmy also then rolls up to chat with Roman and asks him what he's planning and if he's really going to leave him out of the loop. If he's going to make Sammy tonight, he's with it. He loves Sammy, but he loves his family and he loves the bloodline. He loves Roman, and if he doesn't want to make him, he gets it. And then, a slightly, like, sort of, uh, I don't want to say surprised expression comes across Roman's face, but more like a dumbfounded sort of expression comes across Roman's face. And Jimmy quickly makes his excuse to leave as Reigns tells Paul Heyman to call Pierce, and we go to the break. What's going on here, Jeff? Roman doesn't want to tip his hands. He doesn't want to tip it to Jimmy. He doesn't want to tip it to the millions and millions watching at home. True. If this doesn't lead to The Rock, it's a bitter disappointment. Not to me. I don't want to see The Rock. Everyone's expecting it, though, at this point. I don't care what everyone's expecting. I don't like everyone. Except for people who uh, listen to our shows. Follow me That's on right. Twitter and shit. I like that. Yeah. Maybe. You do that. I'm not sure. Well... Anyway, Paul suggests doing it live on Fox on December 30 in Tampa. Doing what live on Fox? The match. Oh, yeah, sorry. Paul Hammer says Roman has chosen to bless him with a way out of this mess with Bobby Lashley proposing a match. Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens and a partner of his choosing. Even Pierce himself, he asks if tonight works and gets laughed at and then asks if they want it to be at the Royal Rumble. Paul then suggests doing it live on Fox on December 30th in Tampa. And Roman's into that, so the match is official, and Adam goes off to let Kevin know. In Tampa? In you know Tampa. who's in Tampa? Oh, what Mr. Chenna. Oh, yeah, please. And Cena, apparently. Oh. Yes. Anyway. Are you whoops, sure it's did I say that? I thought it was Swerve. Anyway. A 20th anniversary tribute to the troops video narrated by John Cena follows, and this is the part where I said for a joke to Douglas, great, we're going to have Cena back again. Oh, and to my you. surprise, boy, did they do that. Anyway, we'll get Listen, to that. Truth, anyone else would have, wouldn't have made sense. It would have just been thrown in there. and would have been a bit of a disappointment. This was, this was sort of a curveball, though. It, you know, was probably within people's radar. And if it's, they even made it. Listen, I don't know that John Cena and Kevin Owens are good friends, as John Cena said in his, in his little promo. 
But this would have been the first year, the first year in 20 years John Cena did not have a match in wrestling. So they gave him I a didn't little realize. I, I was thinking to myself, nah, man, he came back against Roman Reigns, but then I realized that was last year. Yeah, that was like last SummerSlam. Two, wow, two SummerSlams dude. And then yeah. I really sat there and said, no fucking yeah, way. Was, was I remember that. Like, um, I remember like it was like yesterday. Like really this year's flown, Jeff. Yeah. Well, you've had a lot of fun with me. Um, <laughs> true. So, yeah, but listen, uh, you know, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a cheap plug, you know, to try to get some ratings at the end of the year when everyone's home and you know during a slow time of year and and but but it's cool, uh, you know, it's it's good to see Cena every now and then, and if he's you know going to be part of this, that's fine, and he's got plenty of history with the Bloodline and the Usos. I mean, he was wrestling them all, you know, two summers ago on house shows. True. It's true. It makes sense, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact. It all makes sense. Um, anyway, but we come back as we get Legado da Fantasma making the entrance. And this match, anyway, we're going to get fired, bro, in Ashante, three Adonis, or the Adonis, sorry, and yeah. Top Dollar versus Legado da Fantasma in Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild versus the Viking Raiders in Eric and Ivar. And uh, for the Tadabrians and Vahala Hala Hala, but not really because I don't find her that attractive. But anyway, she's not even attractive. But she listen in her get up with the with the mask mask makeup on. She adds something to the Viking Raiders. I'm not going to say that she doesn't. And in in these three teams, the Viking Raiders were not the worst team. <clears throat> no, they weren't actually. Definitely not, not, weren't. not by a long. The best team by far was Legado del Fantasma. They As were always. fantastic. They 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 stole the show and saved the match, but they couldn't quite save it. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you tell this because this this is just the kind of clusterfuck that I think that you relish. <sighs> yeah, boy, do I ever. Oh, man, where do I start, Jeff? Um, let's start with. Uh... Uh, can, should I just start with the with the Let's worst part? The Nobody cares about the blow by blow. Well, top dollar. This uh, God, I don't know what he was attempting to do, but I assume it was some sort of. Uh, <laughs> you want to do a swanton over the top rope? He wanted to do one of those I've Ring never, of Honor AW dives onto them. First of all, let me just say I've never seen him do that ever. First of all, not like that. I've seen him do a backflip. You've never seen anyone do it like that. (laughs) (laughs) No. But basically, he gets caught on the ropes by his feet. I mean, he nowhere near clears the ropes. (laughs) He fucking falls on his head, and he's one of the worst botches I've probably seen in terms of laughter. Like, that's funny, man. And the look on his face, it was like he died right there. It was like, he just disappeared and just, he didn't want to be there, that's for sure. The whole thing was a metaphor for Hit Row's reintroduction. Yeah, right, right it there, is. Right it's there so in one true, sequence, man. Right there so was just all, all you need to know. They're, they're, they're ruined. And then the other wrestlers, God bless them, they sold it like he hit him. Just, Except just, for, uh, what's her name? Um, Ashanti. That's a him, not a her. Oh, she's. You would have thought it was a she because it's a she anyway, the singer. Mm. Mm. But I'm talking about what's her name, dude. Uh, I keep forgetting her Be name fair. for some reason. 
Be fab. That's well, only the men fab. were supposed to be taken down, so she wasn't supposed right. to smell that way. But her no, face but the was camera like, cut oh, to her. Shit. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. Yeah, her face was the like camera... people said she she had a face like cringe. No, that wasn't a face like cringe. That was a face like ah oh, fuck, we're getting fired again. Yeah, it's still cringe though. She was cringing because she knew that was it. That we're done. Now after she's, that, she's cool. by the way, be fab. Even if they do get fired, I think they're going to keep you and find you find something for you to do. First of all, Megan Moran sucks and she's barely around. You could do that job better and you're cooler. So be fab. There, there's there's a place for you, place for you on this show. Shanti Diodanus, you're fine, but who cares? I mean, there's, I mean, you you just reek of AW dark, ECW, MCW. I mean, just you just <laughs> you're just a you're just a minor league guy. Um, AJ, I'm sorry. I saw Mark Henry come to your aid and, and say, don't listen to the naysayers. Listen, sexual chocolate never tried to do a flip over the ropes. <laughs> you know, and and there are big guys doing it. These, you got the Brody Kings, you got Dutch, you got Keith Lee. You, you There's you, Drew McIntyre's doing it, Lance Harkin's doing it. But you can't do it. And, and then you said, I lost 50 pounds. Keith Lee can fucking do it, Jeff. Right. And AJ Francis saying, I lost 50 pounds since something or other. You lost 50 pounds, so it should have been easier for you to do it. When you lost 50 pounds and your leg went out, that means you need to lose 50 more. I mean, <laughs> like, I lost 50 pounds is not an excuse for why the move didn't go well. You losing 50 pounds is, you know, gaining 50 pounds is, is the reason why the move didn't go well. I mean, so it's like strange logic there. Uh, or oh, work on your legs more if you're going to do that shit at that size. Yeah, I mean, for a guy, like, they kept saying he was the nose tackle, who's the strongest person on the field, but... I'm sure he is strong, but he doesn't really look. Again, he looks like a big version of Eddie Kingston. He looks like yeah, yeah, big, he does. He does actually. That's he looks like a big guy. You probably wouldn't want to fuck with him. And and AJ looks like a giant guy. You wouldn't want to fuck with him. But he he also looks like the guy. He's so big that he doesn't need to get strong because you know no one's going to fuck with him. Um, anyway, this this was not impressive, and I you know. I liked Hit Row. I really did. I mean, you know, I liked Swerve. I liked being fab. The other two was fine. You know, I was going to, but. I'm nah. sorry, but without Swerve, they're just not the same. No reason to apologize. You're 100% correct. Every, everyone everyone knows it. They are not. There's, there's no, I mean, keep the song, find new people. <laughs> keep the song, find you. That's keep such the a song. The song's though. cool. The song, I love the song for some yeah. reason. I actually do. Like unfortunately, Legato bad. took the pin, but they're they're used to taking the pin and, and get that. But they always come out and they look they look. Hey, the, they didn't. They, they weren't hurt. It, if anyone was hurt, it was Hit Row. Yeah, no. even though they won by pinfall with a drop kick assisted back suplex on Joaquin Wild to become the one contender to the WWE yeah. undisputed tag team championship. I think it's boy would Triple H be regretting that. Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think one thing is safe to say is that the Usos have very little to fear next week. Fear. They're going to get, if they don't fucking actually make, if they, they're going to run them right over and win in two minutes and then just get rid of them. No, well, but, but there will be a solo Sokoa um, <laughs> uh, top dollar standoff. Salsa Cole is going to eat him alive, even though he he's fought for and, nothing and, and compared to top to now. And, and, that, <laughs> and that's what happens for fucking up so badly on primetime television. Yeah, I agree, man. It's because they don't have Swerve, man, to probably... Because he's used to television compared to them and all that. You know what I mean? He probably helps them out in certain ways where he'd point out shit. Swerve just, and I just... 
you he's know? just cool. He just he just moves different. He's just he does move different. That's he's, true. He's, he's he's got whatever whatever it is. He's got it, and Ashanti and AJ don't. And like I'll I'll give Ashanti a break because he's it's just he's a little guy. There 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 isn't that much. He's got no personality. Like he and yeah. he reminds me too much of Mello, and Mello's full of personality. But AJ is the big guy, and he and you know he he he's got to be better than doing gigantic botches. <laughs> the look on his face, man! I felt so bad. I could not watch it, dude. And listen, when Eddie Kingston comes out dressed like that with the basketball <laughs> shirt and and the long pants, you know, the long shorts with the you know with the leggings on it, people rip him to sheds rightfully. And AJ dresses the same way, and it looks as stupid on him. It does, but I understand why he wears all that shit. But you know, I don't. He's not. You're a wrestler. Clearly, you're wrestling gear. He's clearly not comfortable with his body look, though. You know what I mean? There, there's wrestling gear for people who have big bodies. That's true too. Yeah. I mean, why can't you be like the old school fellas? You didn't give a fuck how they looked, and they were still topless and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But remember when Conan was out of shape, and so he would wear the oversized, like you know how like the guys who come out of prison so I wear like the oversized short sleeve shirts. They're button up and they just button like the top two buttons, right, and then right. they have like a wife beater on underneath. Just do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Wear the wife beater. Fucking hell. Yeah, with the, anyway. with the shirt over it. Big deal. That's it. Orale. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. After that ridiculous match uh, with Top Dollar and all, uh, we get. I can't stand this woman because she. I just look at Braun Strowman, the female version. It is Raquel Rodriguez. Is being interviewed in the trainer's room. She says the doc wants her taking her time with her recovery, but every time she tries to straighten her arm, she remembers the pain and humiliation, and she wants payback on the Ronda Rousey. So she'll be in a gauntlet to create in the gauntlet match to crown. I would have marked out if the doctor said, I- "I'm just here to see how your arm is." <laughs> yeah, true. I-, I don't need the backstory. Bad. Just shut the fuck up, bitch. He would have turned around and said, "But yeah, you know, you're right." But the good part happens because we get Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler attack and wrench and kick her injured elbow repeatedly as Ronda throws a big bag of ice at her and tells her to ice it for 20 minutes and then we go to the world break. I like that was great. the fact... This was a good segment. This is, they should this be the bullies. the best Ronda, Shayna, uh, Raquel segment maybe ever. As long as Raquel doesn't end up winning this matchup, that they have like the blow I don't even bench. care if she does this, this this was a good segment I mean it's not like Ronda's been knocking things out of the park consistently I'd rather see Ronda and Shayna as, as a tag team now if she has the belt and the tag team that's cool too but um, I don't know I thought this was good I enjoyed it oh I liked it only because Ronda and, and Shayna were the ones that saved the segment yeah. but after that we come back from commercial as commentary hypes up next week's show <clears throat> excuse me the bloodline make their entrance. Roman Reigns gets on the mic and asks Chicago to acknowledge him. Mm. As they do, uh, he says he ain't seen his bloodline since War Games. And in case you didn't know, they dominated War Games. Dominated. Yeah, dominated War Games. Anyway, he says tonight is a night and every night is a good night for the Tribal Chief. But tonight was going to be a good night for Sami Zayn. But they've got a problem and that problem is a KO problem Jeff he won't leave Sammy alone not like a BO problem <laughs> could have been a BO problem I mean but anyway it's a problem no less what anywho I, don't know, I was just seeing something I was just doesn't matter anyway he I won't was... leave 
Yeah, I thought she was here, but she's not. Tell her to stop he, dancing naked in front of you. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's not. She's not even in the room. Unfortunately, listen to you. Anyway, anyway, enough of me. We continue on. Like I was saying, we've got a KO problem. He's got a girl. Shut up. He's got God, well, jeez. Anyway, uh, we have a KO problem. He won't leave Sammy alone. He keeps stalking him and trying to drag him down. And that means he's a problem for Roman too. And if he's a problem for Roman, he's a problem for the bloodline. But don't worry. The tribal chief has a solution. And then he's going to team with Sami Zayn against Kevin Owens and whoever he wants. And they're going to smash him. And we're never going to see KO again. Sammy agrees and says Kev is a cancer and he's driven everyone away. And his only friend is himself. And then Zayn immediately backpedals and says he was his only friend. And it will be in his honor to team against KO and take him out. And guess what happens, Jeff? We get John Cena appearing on the chart. Yeah, exactly. And then the screen goes blank, and I thought it was going to be Uncle Howdy again. But it stayed blank. <laughs> it's Uncle Chenna instead, Jeff. Anyway, he says everybody loves a good holiday surprise. And boy, was he surprised when he got a text from his old friend in Kevin Owens. His old friend. His, his old friend. He said, what's up, Peacemaker? Did you know you've had a WWE match every year for the past 20 years except this one? Mind blown. Eggplant Santa Claus Peach. Haha. <laughs> KO asked him to be his tag partner to keep his streak running. Yeah, what do those yeah. emojis mean? What, what does that combination mean? <laughs> you know what's funny? That's pretty gay. Because first of all, mind blown, fine. Eggplant means dicks, first of all. And Santa, Cla and Santa Claus and a peach? Um, so essentially I'm getting I don't know what that, any of that means. All right, all right. let me explain something if you're going to send that to a chick cool you send that to a guy eh that's cool too <laughs> anyway in other words from how I took it and this is how the kids read it these days you're going to get dick for Christmas in your ass so the peach is the ass the peach is the ass that's right so Kevin <laughs> wanted to fuck Cena in the ass or for Christmas saying let's fuck the bloodline in the ass I mean I, I don't get the implication I'm hoping it's the well, I don't know either way it's it's not good actually um, you don't put those emojis okay. I looked at that and I'm like that's pretty gay but um, I, I think not speaking emoji is like the happiest thing <laughs> it's like Folks, it took us thousands of years to go from hieroglyphics to, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just characters actually have language. And, like, all you're trying to do is go backwards. <laughs> and please don't ever use those emojis ever again, guys. Just unless... Well, well, that's it. what they want to do. Well, if that's what they want to do, then that's fine by I mean, me. You're but... Greek. You should understand. I mean, you're, I mean, you're several of your ages of men were just men. There were no women. <laughs> Well, how did the men get born? Uh, they, they lived idyllic lives like gods. <laughs> well, if they were gods and they uh, came from the stars, good luck to them. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my point is just please. I hope... I don't, see, WB loved doing this shit anyway. They know what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. But it's just disturbing, that's all. Well, it's free agent John Cena did it. He's been known to have a little bit of a risque sense of humor, but, he, but he's got True. it. He, he does it in the, you know, sort of that uh, Jimmy Fallon wink, wink, way wink, where wink. he looks too innocent, you know. Right, right, right. Oh, he's not innocent, really. 
uh, put it that way. If no, you watch, no one's as innocent as no one's as innocent as they think they're, except for me. I, oh, I you're am pure. Like, I'm like a cherub. <laughs> a cherub. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, Jeff, uh, I'm like a I... newborn puppy. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, anyway, after that, KO asked him to be his tag partner to keep his streak running, and hell yeah, he's going to do it. Make your list and check it twice because Cena Claus is coming all over the bloodline's face, apparently. Ho, ho, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, Cena Claus is coming all over. <laughs> that, was, that was a shot of Paige. Uh, <laughs> Who's Paige exactly? I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> Sir Aya. Oh, Sir Aya. Yeah. Oh. One of the Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> She's a knight around the round table, all right, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, he, he, sorry. He, he, right. Sir, Raya. Sir. <laughs> anyway, this was a great SmackDown anyway. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was just fine. It was a fine show. The oh, way it was paced was perfect. It was a good show. We, 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 it was we watchable. Mean, all the way. For, for someone who looks to nitpick, there wasn't much to nitpick here. This, this was a good show. This was fun. It was. You know what else puzzles me? How do we always do smack talk the quickest out of all shows? Well, this show was good, and it made sense. This was a True. good wrestling I show. I guess you always right. say wrestling doesn't need to be hard. So when wrestling isn't hard and it makes sense, would I have to say we, too we, much? We can do a show, and we can do we can do our show in less time than the actual show is. <laughs> oh, no. There's lots to complain about bitterly, both of us going back and forth then we can actually go longer. But yeah, we, we even had plenty of nonsense. I mean, the beginning of the show, there was, what, 10 minutes of nonsense? And then we had then we had our, our great guest, Homeboy88, coming in. Oh, yes. Shout out to Homeboy and his fabulous show. What's his show called again? The Homeboy88 Podcast. Oh, my God. How could you remember that? All right, so <laughs> check, check that out. A fine sponsor here of the PWC. Absolutely. Um, along with the Humming Media Group. Um, <laughs> yes. So yeah, I, I listen. This I thought this was a great SmackDown, uh, you know, and I'm glad it was because I was starting to worry that Triple H and team were saying, "Yeah, nobody really watches wrestling between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Let's just go on cruise control." No, man, you're still on a tryout. You are you're you're still in you know your your honeymoon period is basically sort of up now, and you don't have the luxury uh, of of just phoning it in you you need to keep working you need to get us interested and this show kept me interested i want us i was glad i watched it i want us next week not just that um yeah and that's true absolutely but not just that i'm glad they didn't phone it in because traditionally over the years that's exactly what they would have done here exactly yeah so you know what i mean i want to see a decent show every week damn it i don't care I what the occasion is now also well, yes but raw unfortunately I do like Raws a lot of the times too, don't get me wrong, but with you that like third hour. A lot more than I do usually. Yeah, well lately I have been anyway, except for last week. But anyway. Um, that's for another day. Um, anywho, Jeff, I think we can take it home at yeah, this point, sure. man. So uh I mean I don't think there's anything else to really say. It's been a slow no. news day no. in wrestling for today, other than Viva Argentina. And, yeah. and Vamos Messi. Sure. Uh, fellows, go check out our reviews. We have two separate shows on Final Battle and Deadline, so check that shit out. Uh, fine, fine, excellent coverage uh, of those events. 
And also make sure that you don't want to miss the peonies. You absolutely don't want to miss the PWC rebranded end of year award shows, the peonies. The peonies stands for P, you dirty minded scoundrels. That's why we love you all, because your your minds are in the gutters just just like ours. Right uh-huh. there. Look down further in the gutter and there I am. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Rickerspell MD. You can find me right here at the PWC, sometimes on Channel Attitude, sometimes on the Homni Media Group. Um, you can also find my fine shows on the PW Hustle and the Wrestling Soup Network and wherever podcasts can be found. My non-PWC, well, actually, it's on the PWC, but my, my non-Jimmy T-related wrestling podcast is with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena or Pamela Kainover. We drop it every two weeks. This week will be our end-of-year show with our award, our report card, where we score ourselves as how, how we did last year and our predictions for the next coming year. So you don't want to miss that, plus all the news if there is any uh, for wrestling, but it's going to be mostly awards unless there's something earth-shattering that comes up. Luckily, last week we had three stories. It seemed like they were big stories, but they were all one-day stories, so it turned out not to be so big. Anyway, um, non-wrestling, Garden of the Doom, Garden Views. I made allusions to it. That's allusions with an A at the <laughs> beginning of the show. Garden View is, is esoteric, eclectic, occult. And I've got my next five episodes already in the tank. Next, we have sort of a historic uh, origins of Christmas and, and Christmas itself and some spooky stuff involving Christmas. Elves, Krampus, Cinderklaus, you, you name it. The Fae Folk, it's all, it's all there. Yule, um, Saturnalia. And Garden Views is topical. I'm doing an episode tomorrow. I'm going to record it on cybersecurity. Uh, but I'm probably not going to release that until after the first of the year. And uh, I've already booked somebody who's going to do a, a historic show on how uh, Iranic peoples have been the subject of a, uh, genocidal attacks from different uh, d- different arenas. So that that, that should be an interesting show. And that's where the trade-off of the same guests to do a show with me on, uh, on Iranic mythology and Iranian folk heroes, which should be interesting. That's something I'm not so, Wouldn't they really be Persian heroes, war heroes? The country is Iran. The language is Persian. Persian. That's a correct. Farsi. I'm, I'm, it's Farsi. Well, Farsi is a language that someone else put upon it. It's, I, I don't. Know. I'm just. I'm just going with what what his words are. I, you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume the guy who does the Persian version podcast <laughs> and used the to Persian work in the apartment. Uh, <laughs> knows knows the, the correct stuff, and I'm you're not me, but uh, I believe from a uh, outsider's perspective, it's, it's probably all appropriate. But uh, from an insider's, you know, you know how it is. You with your Greek stuff, you, you, you get very technical. Um, <laughs> wow, I am. I'm just anyway. I don't get me into that right now. That's for something else. But is there anything else you want to say, Jeff? No, check the shows out, and uh, don't be there. Are you frozen? Did don't be a dick like do you in? What's going on over there? I was frozen. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah. Well, if you can hear me, Viva Argentina! And if you want to follow me, you can at DJ Massifix, and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network. where you can find all our shows. I mean, Media Group. Channelattitude.com, and theblogpod.com. And the pwhustlenetworks.com.podbean.com. And in saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He is Evil Dose, Jeff Lemon, 
and you've been listening and watching the World Cup edition of the PwC Frontline Smack Talk. See you. Stay in the front. The PwC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.
the nick of time as the slip as that grasp on the goal was slipping away. And Dakota Kai stopping the momentum. Liv Morgan momentarily. And Morgan up over the top. Sunset with Sammy's my dog. Sammy Uso, I like him. That's my dog. Like him a lot. I love my family. I love the blood love. I love you. Us. And you don't want to make it just because of his past with Kevin Owens and how they are. See you out there. I got you. Yeah. Wiseman. Yes, my traffic chief. Pierce. Call Pierce.
moonsault. Tegan Knox, though, does not allow it to happen. Completely had that one scouted. And now Bailey, official Jessica Carr with EO Sky, does not see Bailey's involvement. Bailey sent over to the timekeeper's area. Who the hell? Who the hell was that? Clean the clock at Tegan Knox. Somebody just kicked Knox's head off. Referee did not see any of it. Somebody in a hoodie just kicked off Knox's head, and EO Sky gonna take advantage from the top rope, the genius of the sky, with a moonsault, connecting, and just like that, damage control retains the gold. Now why this? What is the point? The match is over. The champion already beat the hell out of the man. Completely defenseless. Well, maybe not. I think Ricochet's got some backup. The monster of all monsters who's had some issues with Imperium. Man, if I, if I had one guy coming out to save me, it would be Braun Strowman. Well, remember, Strowman believes he should have had this match tonight, this championship opportunity. Imperium stole it from him back in the SmackDown World Cup, and Strowman has not forgotten. Wait, Imperium's got some problems. Yeah, a, a big, big problem. A monster problem. Uh oh, Selena Vega getting involved. Remember, no disqualification in this matchup. Now, PFAM. And Angler referee losing all control. Valhalla, but again, there's no disqualification, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, well, this one's going cold. Get a little too close for comfort. Delina, second oh. rope! Taking out Valhalla. I'm not quite sure how Top Dollar is actually still standing. He came over the top rope and landed hard. Tag made. Here's a shot deck. Joaquin Wild caught. Top Dollar powering him up. Just about got a beautiful connection. That might be a goal. Covered by a shot day off the heavy hitter. Boom! Here are your winners, We got ourselves some new number one contenders. Since we both know how it ends, I'm gonna give you one more chance to deliver your message. And when I do, you better deliver it good and make it worth my while. Oh, capiche? <laughs> Come on. Oh! LA Knight attacking Wyatt. Well, don't say he didn't want Bray Wyatt, but right now I feel that LA Knight is messing with forces he doesn't understand.
asking me that on the last SmackDown of the year, December 30th, if I want to partner with Kevin Owens against the oosiest Sami Zayn and the tribal chief, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns in a main event match that can't be missed? Hell yes, I'll be there! Hell yes, I will be your partner! And hell yes, we will bring the fight to the bloodline in the final SmackDown of 2022. Make your list, check it twice. The bloodline's been naughty and won't it be nice when Santa Claus is coming to town? Ho, ho, holy shit! The greatest of all time, John Cena, the 16-time world champion, returns to SmackDown in two weeks!
can lose by kind of retaining the title. You can win by DQ, which is soft like the Dairy Queens. You feel like Enzo is skinny like his pair of jeans. Rape your dignity and punish your lies. Then I mean there's a pin put 200 wise. Thunder your rise. You can catch a bat to the balls. He can pull a foreign object and fracture your skulls. Hack you in the back of the stalls. Blast you through a door hinge. Laughing on his podcast. Conspiracy horsemen with no endorsement. It's simply a promise. He's a salt and a slime on a mission of bombers. When his mission's accomplished, he will be the reigning champ. Putting all you fat fans in a weight training camp. I'm a get in this comb. He'll put an end to pro wrestling. Hack a high mean, and you might as well rep the game. To your jaw, bowing down to a law to spray another victim. Equipped with a stable just in case he's got a stick. I'm no title when he strips him. He'll vacate the champ, sabotage him backstage, bash his face on the ramp. You're long.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.